2: Hello, and welcome to the Audio Time Capsule, episode 14. I'm comedian Simon Kane, and for those of you new to the show, this is the podcast where I bring on a guest, get them to leave 20 questions, and then a year later bring them back on to answer them. I then edit it so they're talking to their past self. All past voices will sound like this, and all present voices will sound like this. To give you an example of how the podcast works, here is a question I recorded for myself just before this week's guest arrived. Simon, do you have a wallet yet? For the past five years four or five years you have basically just carried around money in your pocket and all your cards and everything and recently you've sort of been thinking that it might be a more adult way of dealing with it to actually have a consistent device to carry those around rather than having them jangle in your pocket have you sorted that and if so what was the solution you came up with answer me all right Uh, obviously i was feeling a bit aggressive that morning wouldn't i um so, I did get a wallet. I am not currently using it. I It was a red one, a red leather wallet. And I really like that because it was bright red. Uh, actually, I can see it on the desk now. Um, I liked having a wallet for about a month. I thought it was really fun. But then I thought, it's kind of slowing me down. I, I Honestly, I might try it again because you've sort of reminded me that it's there, even though I see it almost every day. Um, I don't know. I, there's something about having one device why am i calling it a device you call it a device one thing that has all my life in it that someone could just steal and it's all gone in one go that i don't like if someone like robbed me they'd have to like go in my pocket and grab stuff out and statistically they'll probably leave something in there so i don't know i don't know how robbing people works do do robbers take time ...to go through your pocket and make sure they've got everything? Maybe I'm just delaying the inevitable. Maybe if someone was going to rob me, they would just take everything... ...regardless of how easy it was. Because if you're robbing someone, I suppose that doesn't really come into play. Um, Okay, short answers, Simon, because this is just the intro... Uh, Yes, I did buy a wallet. No, I'm not using it. Yes, I might start using it. Let's start the episode. Hello. In this episode, we're going to be talking to award-winning comedian, MC and comedy club owner, Barry Ferns. He's a legend on the London comedy circuit, not only for his engaging and frankly hilarious comedy sets and MC style, but also for being the only free night in the capital that has grown to be seven nights a week that fills to capacity every night and has resulted in him and the angel comedy team being able to open their very own purpose-built comedy club venue with change they also basically the club's free to go into and you get to pay whatever you can afford or what you valued it at on the way out the same as the free fringe in edinburgh and it's amazing it's a you know to to after five or six years of collecting money to have enough as well as their crowdfunding that they did early on in the year to be able to afford a pub that they could convert into a comedy club I'm really proud of them and I'm really proud of him it's a beautiful venue and it is well worth popping down to check it out and watch a show or four so if you'd like to find out more information about that club if you're going to be in London or if you just live in London check out the links in the show notes but this episode isn't just about the club this is about Barry this is about him his life his thoughts his insecurities about himself and about his career and it was very revealing in a weirdly personable and personal way i loved it i thought it was great i learnt loads about him Uh, we've been we're becoming closer as friends in the last couple of years and it was it was one of those ones where i got to learn a bit more about my mate in a way that i wouldn't have done otherwise so thank you for sharing barry if you're new here please do hit the subscribe button if you're old here please do consider giving us an honest ideally positive review in itunes if you've got anything negative to say chuck me an email don't put that out on the internet there is enough negativity there as it is And either way, please do consider joining the Facebook group. It's called the Audio Time Capsule, and it's on Facebook, of course. The Facebook group and the Twitter feed, in fact, which is at Audio Time Travel, is full of exclusive content behind the scenes content from each of the podcasts. it's it's great if you would like to learn more about the project and how it's made and the future of it going forward into series two which is something that I am now thinking about because I, I I've, I've been recording first rounds of series two questions but I have had to think about the logistics of how I'm going to make that work so um yes It's exciting, it's all being shared with you because I'm like being transparent. Enough of that, let's open the audio time capsule of Barry Ferns.
3: Hello, my name is Barry Richard Salvador Ferns. I am sat in the second Angel Comedy venue on September the 9th, 2016. And this project is something that I'm interested to see what me of the past is going to make of me of the future.
4: Hello there, my name is Barry Ferns. I am sat here at the Bill Murray pub upstairs on the 30th of September 2017. How am I feeling about this? I'm feeling like it's going to be uh, uh, a a journey into the lack of my short-term memory, um, which is always a, uh, a confusing journey and uncanny as well. Or I'm not entirely sure this isn't going to be doctored in some way to make it make it sound like what I actually said. But it might actually just be, Barry, why do you think you could kill mother? That kind of thing. So I'm hoping it hasn't been severely edited. So
3: Barry, you've been trying to give up sugar now for quite some time because it runs you down. You know, it's been a year, another year. You did give up sugar for two years, but it, how's that going? Go on, How's it going? But it's not going that well, is it, Barry? it's not but let's see let's see let's see what the last 12 months 2016 2017 what that rocky road was and not a rocky road as in a a sweet anything like that which is obviously getting you salivating right now because right now we are eating sugar aren't we that's right how's that going
4: do you have a rocky road is is there a rocky road on you right now because i might have it if you do have it um yeah don't don't mock me you know how this has gone it's the same each time you. are gave up sugar for about two months and uh and i are presently congratulating ourselves because we're not eating too much late at night, but a little bit. So, you know, you knew that. I don't even know why you use that as a question. personally I I uh you know, I always hated myself and uh and you're giving me reason.
3: So Barry, you've been trying to write by performing things out in your, in your space. That's, you know that's the best way to write for you, to actually talk it out, but you feel like a bloody idiot doing it. Can't fucking do it. I mean, you sounded quite Australian when you said that. Uh, that's interesting. But you, you can't do it, so you've been trying to get some discipline to do that. That was the plan for the next 12 months. How's that, How's that going for you, you know? I mean, to be honest, right now, I'm feeling that you probably won't have done that because it's been on the slate for quite some time, but you never know. You never know. I, uh, you know, I see.
4: Sorry, could you repeat that question?
3: You've been trying to write by performing things out in, the, in I'm your sorry. space. Sorry. What, what are you talking
4: uh, about? Trying to write because I've been trying to perform things out in space. I'm, you're making no sense whatsoever. I think what <laughs> you probably mean is uh, like uh, trying to perform at the same time as uh, I'm writing things out. So, um, see, the future self hasn't put that any clearer, have I? Um, <clears throat> so, perform things as I. Uh, uh, learn stand-up performatively rather than just writing things down and trying to do it on stage. I'm guessing that's what you mean. And in which case, uh, all I can say is, fuck you, I am doing that now. You can you can stuff that prediction. Yeah, okay, you're right with sugar, but, you know, I'm a human animal. Leave me alone. You know, I'm biologically pre-programmed to, to crave sugar. But, um, yeah, I've taken that into my process, and um, I, I now take – any idea I write it down I perform it out I write it down I edit it I perform it out and then I take it to stage so you know processes do sta- do do change and uh, I stand proud of that uh, not that I don't feel a dick when I'm doing it but I do so there you go
3: staying alive Barry have you managed to stay alive over the last 12 months because, you know, you've been struggling for quite some time now. You managed to stay alive? I mean, or would you call it, would you even call the last year, the last 12 months of life? Would you call that living? You know, that's the question. If you have been alive, in inverted commas, as in continuing the cellular organism that you are of Barry Ferns moving through time and space. Okay, yeah, technically, you know, a lot of the uh, markers for life are there. But have you really been living? I don't think so. Not up until now. So, uh, I don't know. Anyway, either way, are you alive in a factual sense or even emotional or spiritual sense?
4: Ah, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm answering these questions. So if, if I wasn't alive, it would be a point of masochism for the person that's producing this podcast to be airing it. Um, and uh, it would be interesting just to, to play those questions out to space just to see how things... So, yeah, and, you, you know, you're a reductionistic idea of what you perceive as being life. I, I disagree with you. everyone's living all the time. It doesn't matter whether it in inverted commas, it's life or it's some kind of Facebook life. So I have been living, I've been living quite well. Thanks very much. I, uh, you know, f- the first, qu- first three questions, to be honest, they're quite combative. I'm noticing they are combative towards myself. Maybe that's, uh, maybe I, I just watched Fro- Frost Nixon when I'd um, been uh, putting these questions t- t- together for myself, but hopefully I chill out a little bit. in a little bit or maybe I just get even more aggressive but yeah, I've I've succeeded in staying alive for a rotation of the sun and I've been living life to the max because that's all anyone can ever live to their max unless they die and then that's dying to the max you're either doing it's binary
3: your plan is to take up a show to Edinburgh this coming year, and it will be your second hour-long stand-up comedy show. Obviously, you've gone to Edinburgh a lot, but not done a stand-up comedy Edinburgh show. You actually plan to make that in a paid venue. How's that going to go, Barry? Is that, has that gone well? I'm, I'm curious as to whether you actually managed to get a paid venue, whether anybody would actually work with you um, or or not. Yeah, that was the plan. How's that gone, I wonder?
4: Uh, yeah, well, I went to Edinburgh, but I did a work in progress this year. I decided to do a work in progress rather than do a full show. So uh, the reason w- why is because I didn't. F- I felt like I wanted to do a about six months of work on a finished show before I took it up to Edinburgh, and that was great. I did a work in progress in a, a small theatre space, which was the opposite of the type of venue that I usually play. So it was a it was a, a deliberate attempt to undermine what i naturally do on stage and uh, it was very instructive it's very difficult it as getting outside my comfort zone uh, but it was a, a mix of free and paid venue it was uh, sweet venues with somebody called jd henshaw who was a fantastic bloke really nice venue uh, it could have been fully paid but i decided to do a mix of both um, pay what you want in the door or it in advance and that worked very well as well but um, it was quite a theater space Intentionally, but I did. I, so I took a show to Edinburgh. There are there were, there were a few other people that I almost worked with, but I didn't in the end. So I'm just trying to take the edge off your accusatory tones, which for the last kind of like four questions have been quite quite aggressive, I do say. So maybe I've got some questions for my former self about like how much coffee I was drinking at the time.
3: So you've been planning on doing you know, more emotional, risky stuff on stage. And um, that has been a, a plan for quite some time. But it's very difficult, you know, to, to go out there and just kind of be in that way kind of vulnerable or let people see you as Brené Brown, to use a kind of, you know, TED kind of uh, reference, would say, kind of show your vulnerability. You've not been able to show that. I mean, you know, you can barely show it in relationships, so on one-on-one. So, uh, but then again, you know, there are plenty of that we could point at that can't show it in relationships but can do it on stage so and maybe that's part of the, part of the secret of it so if you can you know you've been trying to show a bit of vulnerability on, on stage proper vulnerability not kind of lip surface to it I wonder if you've, you've managed that because that's been a plan for some time
4: Um, yeah yeah I have I, but the the vulnerability of being in the moment rather than necessarily talking about something because you can talk about something very vulnerable uh, something that's, that would be seen as vulnerable subject matter from a very non-vulnerable space but it's vulnerable, vu- vulnerable to be seen in the moment as you are on stage so yeah I have I have managed that a little bit more in the last year who knows well I'm whether I'm doing it well it's you know it does depend a lot on the audience and the gig itself and sometimes it's easier and harder to to do that you know the important thing is being funny and often it's very funny to be in the moment as long as I'm in touch with that funny part of myself rather than just being too sad or just kind of you know lazily chatting like I am now which isn't that funny to be honest um uh, Yeah, so I have. I I guess I have managed that or it's a a journey towards that. I I, I guess I'm seeing things less as a end point. Part of this podcast is probably creating a false end point of a year rather than the idea of progress creatively being a uh, continuing process, which is uh, how I'm seeing it. So a lot of these questions are about creativity rather than necessarily an end result or they're kind of, you know, lines created in the sand creatively sounding very kind of actor's studio all of a sudden. I'd, I'd, I'd listen to some TED talks by the sounds of it just before I asked these questions. So they're, they're very worthy questions. When am I going to get some questions about sex or something like that? So I think it's uh, easier to poke fun at. Maybe <laughs> Actually, I hope I don't ask, my, ask myself questions <laughs> from a year ago about that.
3: Have you managed to have sex?
4: Oh, you bastard. You absolutely can Yeah, well, there you go. Well, at least I'm predictable in my... Uh... Yes, I have. None, and that's none of your business. For Christ's sake
3: saying you're going to apply foot cream as well don't really apply foot cream regularly you know just it's good to keep your feet in good order otherwise they get a bit dried out you know they're not massively dry but you keep saying you can do that and people keep telling you to moisturize as well and it's been in the back of your head but kind of i think there's some potentially some fear of being kind of like i don't know there's some looking down on the whole idea of moisturizing why are you looking down there barry what have you got to hide are you doing that (laughs) it's not one of the biggest concerns for 20 2016 2017 it's come out now so yeah i'll ask
4: what are you on? Were you like did, what kind of questions? Like you could have asked me any question from a year ago, and you, that's what you foot cream. Like genuinely, what's what kind of crack are you on? Like I can't remember being on. I mean, I'm, I know sugar makes me kind of like difficult to concentrate. It makes it difficult to concentrate. But genuinely, no, I haven't been applying foot cream. Uh, like okay i i guess what you've done is is you've gone literally from heady to uh non-heady stuff so well done on the uh, uh pathetic fall there um foot cream no moisturizer no but i did buy some moisturizer all right i just can't be asked to put it on because you get out of the shower and you're all wet and just like you know it's it's all-
0: finding your perfect home was hard but thanks to burrow furnishing it has never been easier
4: Oily makes your face feel a little oily, but I've got some. Maybe, maybe you know that'll be a long-held ambition to one day have enough tedious time in my life to want to apply mo- moisturiser. Uh, it's it's not much of an ambition, you know. People have desired more, but uh, but yeah. So no, not foot cream or moisturiser. What I've gone from a creative process to sex to moisturiser is the next question going to be about uh, piles like what what what, what's what's coming next i'm dreading okay let's let's see what what you're pulling out your ass uh to to continue with the piles motif
3: are you going to be less aggressive to your future self in in 2017 because at the moment you're being not only quite aggressive but quite passive aggressive as well so i just wonder whether you're going to be any less kind of aggressive to your future self
4: okay yeah no i'm going to start being aggressive to my past self that's what i'm gonna uh that's what i'm doing right now um yeah a, a van just passed a a, a a van just passed the window with a, a garbage truck that says party in big letters on it so i don't know what kind of party that they're suggesting people have um past self i don't know if i i think it was only on this day that i'm aggressive to my future self to be honest i i, I don't know if i am so aggressive towards my future self but uh yeah like i say right now i'm being a lot more aggressive to my past self uh but that's with provocation
3: did you take angel comedy to Edinburgh this year or did you not you don't know right now do you it's uh 2016 you honestly don't know it seemed to have gone quite well though and were you in it that's the question Are you that desperate for stage time or not
4: uh, yeah I did uh, Angel Comedy went to Edinburgh this year but as a, as a showcase I, d- I don't know I did it about two or three times just to make it set up it was run by a wonderful person Lucilla San Martin was there and she was from China living in China at the moment but she's a South American from China that was living in London for a while and she ran it and the fantastic John Long emceed and Sakisa uh, emceed as well and uh, we had Alastair Williams along regularly with Mickey Overman and some other people it was uh, it was a very oh and Ben Tajay and uh, anyway it was a it was a, a, a lovely gig in edinburgh in Pravda rooms and uh, i think it will definitely go on next year just because it's a it's a nice thing for people to do it's a bucket share so people make a bit of money from it and it's the acts that play angel regularly it's kind of like not too many acts but it's a good way for for people to showcase their show on that day and um, get a bit of stage time as well so yeah it was a it was a really nice vibe um so i did
3: the podcast that you're working on at the moment is it Still going? Are you are you managing to actually post it regularly, or you know, like in much in the way that Simon Kane has managed to quite successfully be very consistent? Consistency is, you know, ninety nine percent of success is turning up, as Willie Allen said, and I think it, that he applied that throughout his life. But um, if you manage to do that or or not, I'm curious.
4: Nope. nice question. No, I haven't. <laughs> no, I, I haven't. I haven't done uh, uh, that so far, but um, just had many other things going on so uh but uh, interestingly i've got i've got all the all the um uh audio for it but just haven't gotten around to figuring out and putting it together because uh, you can only you know as my great aunt said you can only do 17 things at a time
3: regular eye tests you mean to have regular eye tests sometimes it's 2017 if you manage to go to regular eye tests just uh you keep getting the emails from the eye test people and then you don't do it
4: not regular i mean you know like regular is yeah every week i bring for eye tests every week <laughs> they really hate me there i keep going in and then you know i pay for it as well and initially they're like mr phones you don't need to take regular <laughs> tests and and then you know but it's surprising what you can get if you what you can um force people to do if you get angry uh yeah no i i've had some eye t- uh, and an eye test But i think that's that's regular enough like once once every five to ten years if you can see i'm not sure what was happening in the week when i asked the question to make me wonder about the necessity of regular eye tests was i bumping into things well anyway right now it's certainly not on my radar although the fact that i'm using radar probably suggests that uh, i need eye tests That's a very poor joke and uh, i doubt that my past self will laugh at it
3: have you managed to regularly be posting your creative stuff online on podcasts and also on the YouTube channel. Have you managed to do that regularly? Because you've been creating stuff for about five to seven years that nobody knows anything about. So have you actually managed to to put it out there? Have you? Or not? Answer me. Or not. Maintain a passive silence, if you like. You know, I am less important than you, essentially. Because I'm a year ago. I, I no longer exist. I'm a wisp, figment of the imagination and digital age. This is just, I'm just pixels, ones, zeros. It seems right now I seem very real because I'm talking, you know, through this device. Here it is, but this is really just from the past. I don't exist anymore. in in, in some ways you have got no, there's no urgency to answer this wisp of a fantasy of your past self. You know, what you're doing right now is the only moment in your life, Barry. So why are you even spending the time answering, you know, what your previous version or incarnation of yourself has to ask of you? just get your shit together maybe you should just not answer don't even know what the beginning question was but just get your shit together that's all i have to say
4: totally lost track of what that question was there um (laughs) i I would ask you to repeat it but i haven't got a month i i uh i'm I'm, no i'm not managing to post everything up I, i think whoever you are whatever kind of wisp in the machine Douche! I never know how to say that. Douche X Machina. Douche! You can't be a douche X machine. Like uh, do 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 No, that's that's a, a Scottish Ghost in the Machine. Um, well, which is a uh, yeah, which is a different film. All oh, right. See, it's catching. Uh, not a ramble catches over a year. What happened there is I, is I caught ramble from past me and have, have applied it in presently but uh, no i'm not managing to do those things and i uh, i have plans to but i've always got plans to are you i think you know as my great aunt said it's always good to have 17 plans at any given time and to enact none of them
3: how about do you hate yourself any any less or is that maintaining its kind of present trajectory it may actually answer the, uh, the question the earlier question of are you still alive let's see how how you go with that if you're not alive and you've died at your own hand that has answered that in fact So, you know, this is probably the only question that you could answer if you're if you're no longer alive.
4: I think it's very healthy to dislike yourself because then you just like everybody else (laughs) relatively much more. So, you know, like love yourself as a as as a philosophy, I think is 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 a little bit um, uh, unhelpful and then hate yourself and then love everybody else because they're not you. You know, then everyone goes around being really nice. Who knows that Jesus didn't hate himself? He loved everybody else. You know, know, Jesus wasn't going around going, oh, I love me. I'm great, me. He was going, I love you. you." So, not that I'm hugely Christian, but uh, Jesus seemed to be a nice guy, didn't he? Except for the wars in his name. But, uh, so, uh, yeah, I I don't think that's the right question. Don't hate yourself. Don't don't focus on myself. Focus on other people. They seem nice.
3: Did you ever do that teaching degree? (laughs) No, that's not an actual question. I, I don't want to
4: do a teaching degree there's very few things i want to do less, yeah I've, I, I did the teaching degree what, what what have you got against a teaching degree like why are you negging me all the time past self that i like being a teacher it's just what i do right people who can't do teach and people who can't teach uh, teach more it's not it's not worthy of sign money but i think it's it's got something to it but yeah, I, I did the teaching degree and, uh, and I'm enjoying myself. I'm, I'm a freelance teacher. I just go around all, uh, telling people stuff they don't know, it's mostly about myself. Have you got the rid of the beard or did we keep it in the end? Got rid of it for a month and then got back got back again because it's much easier to have. Fucking hell, all that shaving is nonsense. And it's it's really unnerving to feel the wind on your chin, if you haven't felt it on your chin for ages. It's like you, you, it genuinely feels like you've cut yourself just like what well, I, th- I no, I don't like the sensation of it, and um, yeah. And besides, I, I don't like women um, enjoying kissing me uh, because <laughs> women, <laughs> you know, like if if they're gonna kiss me, I feel like there should be some kind of like physical toll. that's that's at least representative of the emotional toll that they will (laughs) receive through kissing me as well. So, you know, it's always good when you're kissing somebody to open your eyes and see them kind of wincing. So that's why I've got a beard. You know, you've got to have a policy on this kind of thing. Uh, You can't make any kind of, you know, close, intimate contact with my face comfortable. Otherwise, you know, people will be on my face all the time. Yeah, (laughs) that's what happened for the month. I didn't get anything done. I kept feeling the wind on my face only, for only partial moments. So, yeah, I have. Uh, I, I shaved for a bit, and then and then it t- turned out to be far too much of a turn-on for people. They couldn't keep their hands and face off it, mostly conductors and um, chefs.
3: Have you been working less hard? Because you've been working hard for quite some time, getting run down and not actually managing to create much stuff because you're doing so much, or are you managing continue that trajectory of hard work because uh you're not giving yourself any time off
4: uh, i don't know I've, I've had a bit of time off i've been to different places i don't know I'm, uh, on that i guess a year ago i must have felt like i was i was doing shed loads but uh i still am but um yeah i'm still working hard but i don't know if i can answer that i don't feel tired right now is that a good enough answer to that question it changes fits and spurts changes all the time that's a, that's a problem with life. Is you can't answer any questions about yourself with any degree of certainty because tomorrow things will change. Tomorrow you'll be exhausted and you have worked too hard. Uh, right now, yes. Tomorrow, no.
3: Whatever happened to Angel Comedy? Did it did it carry on or did it peter out? Vaguely curious.
4: Mm, I'm teaching, mate. I don't no idea what you're talking about. I mean, there is an Angel Comedy that uh, Daniel Kitson and um, Simon Amstel and and Bridget Christie and James Edcast were playing at. Uh, at the Bill Murray pub but that's got nothing to do with me and uh, I'm just gone straight on my own career I'm, I've stepped away from anything to do with anything to do with that uh, because um, you know I think it's important to kill your babies you know I, that's that's what they teach you in teaching school they're not pro childbirth in teaching school but uh yeah, it's a very kind of niche teaching school, the uh, teaching degree I took. It's mostly teaching to empty rooms.
3: When you look over the last year, what what are the best, what are the moments, or what is the moment that stands out that you kind of quite, you know, that would go in the scrapbook? Not that I keep a scrapbook, because that would be very, uh, well, it would be very 1980s to me. But, uh, yeah, I'm an 80s kid.
4: Um, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Uh, The last year, like I don't know, yeah, loads. I was, uh, but I enjoyed doing the Edinburgh run to a, f- f- for a month where I was unable to. Uh, it was a steep learning curve, so it was it was really difficult at the time. But it was also really good to do. So that was a really good choice, but a uh, difficult thing at the time. So that stands out, I guess. But that's because it's recent. Who knows what happened in January?
3: So if you go back to this moment right now, the original record date, what would you alter any of these questions, or would you? Is there anything that's happened that you would kind of particularly think that would be worthy of a question, or would you leave it exactly the same? You know, je suis ne regret, Rianne. I don't know what uh, whether that's the correct French. Don't don't make don't don't have any regrets. I'm just so wrong. I have so many regrets, like so many. You know, I mean, not big things, just small things. I can't open a door properly.
4: Don't regret. I regret nothing yeah I regret nothing I'm not quite sure what the question was there mate Um, but but, uh, I'm still confused by doors if that helps I regret um, banging into doors Uh, I feel like you're losing focus with your questions to be fair the first few were really strong out of the doors and then the foot one was a killer like genuinely scintillating but this last one you're basically asking me to come up with your questions for you which uh you know, is I'm, I'm, I mean, I guess we all do this. We all outsource work, but outsourcing work to your future self is, you know, would you want me to pay your debts for you? As well? Oh, I am paying your debts for you as well. Yeah. Okay, fair enough.
3: Were there any opportunities that came up in the last year that uh, you said no to that you wish you had said yes to?
4: No, I said yes to everything to the detriment of all the things that I said yes to.
3: Are there any things that you said uh, yes to in the year that you wish you had said no to?
4: I can't tell you that. That is privileged information. But trust me, say yes to them, and only then will you know the sheer horror of having said yes to them. That's all I can tell you to do.
3: If you could come back to the original record date and give yourself one bit of advice for the uh, f- f- for the last year, what would it be?
4: Foot cream. Just go out and buy it. Stop doing jelly. Just get some fucking foot cream, mate. I haven't got any feet in the future. They've rotted away. Rotted
2: that was barry as i said in the intro i loved how honest and open and humble he was about himself about his insecurities about how he views himself about how he's trying to improve on himself both physically emotionally mentally and and as a performer of course it's exciting Uh, I I, I really liked it and I feel like I got quite a lot out of this in terms of how he operates a lot of different projects and a lot of different self-improvement projects at the same time which is something that I find hard to juggle so I hope you got a lot out of it as well if you did please do consider sharing this with someone who you think will get some value out of it. If you didn't like this episode, but you liked the previous one, please share that one. It really helps out the show. Also, if you're new here, please do hit the subscribe button. If you're old here, please do consider giving us an honest, ideally positive review in iTunes. You got anything negative to say? Email! (laughs) Email me that. Nobody wants that out on the internet. And either way, please do consider joining the Facebook group or following us on Twitter. It's called The Audio Time Capsule, and it's on Facebook, obviously. And on Twitter, we're at Audio Time Travel. Both places are great to find out who's coming on next, when they're coming on, behind the scenes content and more. So if you love the show, please join one of the communities. The Audio Time Capsule is a fruit that got in Gravity's Way production for the internet. All elements were created by me, comedian Simon Kane, except the music that was composed and recorded by David Jordan. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for subscribing. And thank you very much for rating and donating if you do. I'll see you all in about 14 days time. Bye. Head over to Hulu this
1: March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award winning movie Poor Things starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo and Willem Dafoe.